welcome to Integrating for Success, a Warden Updegrove podcast. My name is Amy Noonan, and I will be your host. Today, we're welcoming Alyssa McDonald, a principal in our accounting department serving both agriculture and business clients. Alyssa has been with Warden Updegrove since 2011, and she's here today to chat about some of the nuances you may not be aware of when it comes to different accounting services. So welcome to the podcast, Alyssa. Thanks, Amy. Um, so Alyssa, from, from the outside looking in, I think it's fair to say non-accountants have a very generalized idea of what accountants do and may not realize there are different services available uh, depending on what is required. So maybe you could walk us through what they are and what they provide for the client. You know, we say accounting and assurance services. So what does that look like? Yeah. So uh, accounting and insurance services are a significant portion um, of the services that Ward and Updrove provides to our clients. Uh, there are three types of engagements that we provide. So audit, review, and compilation engagements. Uh, the type of engagement that we provide um, is requested by the client, usually based on the users of the financial statements and the mm. level of assurance that um, they want to see in the report. Mm. Um, in most cases, it's the bank or the creditors, which will state in the banking agreement the type of financial statement engagement that they require from the client, usually mm. for financing purposes. Sure. So we'll focus more today, I think, on the uh, completion and review engagements. Audits um, obviously provide the highest level of assurance, uh, mm. requiring substantive procedures on the financial information. Um, but most of our clients require compilation or review engagements, so we'll talk more about those today. So we'll start with uh, compilation. So with compilation engagement, there's no assurance provided. Uh, simply put, we're compiling the financial information provided by management into a balance sheet, mm -hmm. um, an income statement. Uh, there's no procedures that are required to be performed to evaluate accuracy and completeness of that information, um, but we do need to ensure the engagement's completed in accordance with Canadian compilation standards um, right. at CPAs. Right. One of the standards is for compilation engagements is ensuring there's just a basis of accounting note, um, which states how the financial statement information was compiled, usually on a historical basis with the addition of accruals, like accounts receivable and accounts payable. Um, usually a compilation engagement is prepared when there's no third party uh, mm -hmm. users to the financial statements or where those third parties, uh, such as the bank or creditors, um, are not requiring limited assurance. So review engagements, um, they are a limited assurance engagement um, provided to the users of the statements. The objective with the review engagement is to provide a report with the financial statements expressing a conclusion that nothing's come to our attention that causes us to believe the financial statements uh, do not represent fairly in all material respects the financial position of the company. Mm. Um, in order to provide that conclusion, we do need to perform some procedures with review engagements based on the Canadian generally accepted review standards as well. Right. So, yeah, procedures for a review, not as substantive as an audit, but mm -hmm. do require some analytical or variance review of the financial information, inquiry and discussion with management, um, as well, just to support that financial information. 
Mm-hmm. Most of our review engagement entities are also required to follow accounting standards for private enterprises, which provides guidelines for financial reporting and disclosures or notes to the financial statements that we do um, have to follow as well as CPAs. Note disclosures on the financial statements are much more comprehensive with a review engagement than a compilation engagement, but those financial statement notes are important components of the financial position Mm. um, of the company that the users will find helpful. Right. Okay, great. And I think that's, that's great for anyone just kind of wondering what each of those, those things mean, you know, and I think you can sort of think of like a a compilation engagement as like a first level review is like a second level and audit being sort of that third highest level. So let's imagining they're at those levels, you said review engagements were the second level, let's say, Um, what kind of additional information might be required for a review engagement? Yeah, so with a review engagement, we are required to perform procedures to ensure those financial statements are presented fairly and that we can um, provide that that conclusion that we talked about on the financial statement report. Um, So it does require some additional information from the client. We may need to review some invoices or inventory values, for example, which just requires us to request additional documents from our clients. As well, for any analytical procedures, we might look at trends or variances, ratios, unusual items, Mm -hmm. um, considering our knowledge of the client's operation and industries. So then we'll inquire or just discuss this information with the clients that we can document the fairness of the presentation. So with a review engagement, um, as inquiry with the client on operations can't occur until the financial information is put together, just requires more discussion near the end of the engagement. So for example, we would discuss subsequent events um, or things that may have changed the client's financial um, position subsequent to their year end before our report date. Um, So there's just, there's more um, information that's gathered subsequent to putting that financial data together. Right. Um, And I think earlier on, you mentioned something about accounting standards and that kind of thing. So have there been any changes to the review engagement standards recently that our clients should be aware of? Yeah, so there's the occasional change to review standards or accounting standards. um, And we do have to uh, stay up to date with those changes and make sure that the financial statements are prepared in accordance with those changes. Mm -hmm. So recently, uh, there's been a couple significant ones that have affected our clients. There was the change to the presentation on retractable and mandatorily redeemable shares, or what we call Romer shares for short. So previously, those shares could be recorded as equity on a client's financial statements. Mm. Um, But this new standard required us to evaluate those shares and how they were originally issued to determine whether they still met that criteria to be recorded as equity. Otherwise, now those shares had to be recorded as a liability on the financial statements. Um, So for some of our clients, yeah, some of our clients that did uh, result in sort of a large liability on their statements that they hadn't had before. Um, So again, yeah, a significant change there. Mm -hmm. Another change recently was with our agricultural producers. So a change specific to them um, with the way that they record agricultural inventories. Previously, agricultural inventories could be recorded at net realizable value. This new standard now uh, only requires or only allows that when certain criteria are met. 
And then the other change, other significant change with that standard is now we record uh, productive biological assets separate from inventory. So uh, where you would have sort of your breeding herd as part of your inventory previously, now it is recorded uh, separate on a separate line on the financial statements. Hmm. And that's recorded at cost as opposed to net realizable value. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, so some of those changes obviously require some more discussion with the client. Mm-hmm. With the Romer shares change, we had to look back on the client's information on how the shares were issued. Mm-hmm. With the changes to egg standards, um, we require kind of more information on the movement of inventory throughout the year, whether that mm-hmm. be livestock produce inventory. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So some significant changes that I think people need to be aware of. It sounds like especially our ag clients, but um, pretty much anyone potentially looking at a review engagement. Um, So, you know, we're, it's February now we're, we're, we're in busy season and coming into busy season, December year ends are coming in. Um, what can clients or even just our listeners do to make sure their year-end process is a smooth one? Yeah. So yeah, we're into busy season already again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we provide our clients with an information checklist letter before mm-hmm. their year-end. Um those checklists are customized um, to the client's operation. So it's a great tool um, for the client to just go through and ensure that at minimum we have that information um, before uh, we start. Mm-hmm. Um, usually with a financial statement engagement as well, we're completing like a corporate tax return or personal tax return. So obviously bringing your information in in a timely manner so we can ensure we're meeting those deadlines is mm-hmm. important. Um, sometimes as well on banking agreements, there can be deadlines uh, as well that the bank's looking for the financial statement information. So mm-hmm. um, looking at that and just making sure that we have everything as timely sure as we can. Yeah. Past couple of years, we have also implemented a first sort of touch point with client information in the office uh, with our accounting technicians. So they ensure that the information that was requested in the information request letter has been received. And if not, yeah, clients may receive emails or phone calls from them requesting that information. Right. Um, so they will gather that that information before mm-hmm. the accountant or the preparer um, starts the engagement. Yeah. We've seen some efficiencies sort of internally with that process. Mm-hmm. Another thing, too, is just in general over the year, uh, if there's been a change to your operations, reach out to your accountant, just let them know, sometimes knowing that information um, ahead of time rather than when we're actually preparing the engagement um, Mm -hmm. can be helpful to make sure things run, run smoothly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great that you, you noted those, those two things. One that, you know, one of our clients may hear from a, one of the accounting technicians first um, so that they're not surprised about that. And that that's really just us trying to do a really good job for you. And, and two, you know, the, the more we know, the better, you know, getting again, that information in early. So it's not a surprise when the, the accountant does go to do the work. So I think really two really good points for sure. Is there anything else you would want to share, you know, as a principal in the firm with the, with our clients? I think just in general, yeah, accounting, like annual accounting and tax compliance is necessary for mm-hmm. your business um, and certain standards we do need to follow in providing the engagement requested. 
Um, but ultimately, the financial statements are the clients. Um, mm-hmm. And our goal is to provide useful information to assist our clients in achieving their business goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you're unsure about which engagement is right for your business or questions about the processes mm-hmm. or what type of engagement the creditors or banks are looking for for your operation, um, I wouldn't hesitate to have that discussion with your accountant. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Okay. So yeah, I think some, again, some super helpful information, you know, if you're, if your banker is telling you they need something and you don't know what it means, you know, talk to your accountant, we can definitely help you out. And yeah, let's let, let's hope for a smooth, busy season for everyone. <laughs> Thanks for joining Alyssa. Thanks for having me, Amy.